Did you get the big news? Uh, I might have. What's the big news? Okay, what time was it when I saw that? It was like 4.30, so a couple hours ago, actually, from this mm-hmm, recording mm-hmm. time, um, which we'll just say, so Wednesday, November 8th, it was announced that uh, the writer's strike tentatively has an agreement with the, uh, with uh, with the uh, what do you call them? AMTPT? TPT, yeah, whoever the, those guys are. All yeah, right. Picture Good for them. Last yep. I had heard, and, and I literally, like, minutes ago found out the same information but uh the last time i heard one of the best one of the most fun things i ever see is when the amtptptp uh Uh comes out and they say like uh, this is our final final offer and then the actors say no and they go (laughs) okay well we'll do one more Yeah, <laughs> these guys. Right. What are you gonna do? What are they gonna do? Get out of the content creation business <laughs> with their final offer? Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's like, yeah, you guys are just gonna uh, call it a day on that yeah. whole industry, or and the and the main thing that they were that they were it seemed like they were fighting over was they so much want AI to replace the actors. They just really, really would so like it weird. if no actors existed anymore. Please and thank you. I mean, I think at least it's like probably background actors maybe or no, something. No, no. They want to scan everybody. They want to be able to make movies mm. out of after you die. They yeah. want to make sure you can still make movies. They want They want it all. They want to own you. Yeah. Well, they yeah, they must just know more than, or they're just preparing, I guess, for that as a inevitability mm. at some point. Even though right it's, now it's like not early... Some actors are actually getting ahead of it. Um, uh, what's yeah. his name? Darth Vader? Oh. Christensen? No, the voice. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I always uh, forget his name. I don't know why. Three names. A ridiculously deep voice. James Earl Jones. Yeah, there we go. He uh, signed a... Well, he's, you know, he's getting on. Uh, and he doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to do the voice. He's done. Right. So he signed a contract with Disney where oh. they he is going to get paid in perpetuity... Uh, nice. And they have fully digitized his voice. They have. That's awesome. There is now a fake James Earl Jones voice that lives in Disney's computers. Yeah. And they can use it for literally whatever they want as long as they pay his estate. Wow, that's awesome. This makes sense. That's cool. But, that's cool, but you can only pull stuff like that if you're James Earl Jones. You yeah. know, <laughs> like you yeah. can't. There's a reason your voice is being used. Plus, it's just your voice. It's not your likeness. So yeah, right. That maybe is different too. But they but they've never used his likeness for Darth Vader, so Disney exactly. doesn't really care. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I said writer strike by, uh, by accident because I was so oh. used to that. Just so everyone, it's just <laughs> we actors. talked about it for so long. Yeah, yeah. The writer strike's done, but the screen and actors. Now. I looked it up. It started the strike July 14th. So what is that? Um, July, August, September, October, November, August, September, October. Four months. Okay. I think the writer's one was five months. The that's these are long strikes. These are these are not normal. This, yeah, the this last is, time. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, this is a, a emblematic too of the fact that uh, the they shouldn't have lasted this long. The companies are so money hungry yep. that they they thought they could outlast the actors, literally making sure they have enough money to eat. And and right. yeah, actors. People think, oh, actors. Uh, you mean the millionaires that appear on my television? No, man. I mean <laughs> no. literally every single person you see in a commercial. 
Yeah. Those are actors. They yeah. need to get paid. Yep. Even the just like regular actors like that are just like uh, day players, they call them, I guess. Or, whatever, or, you know? they're and, just like or how many? Yeah. They're not absolutely. making anything. They're making the minimum daily salary, whatever they, that they is. Scale, scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and on top of that, uh, how many famous writers and 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 like uh, uh, actors who are also showrunners and stuff have come uh-huh. out and say, hey, I'm famous. I'm award winning. I'm broke. Yeah. Like there's so many people that are like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just won an Academy Award. I just won an Emmy for my stuff. I can't pay my rent. Right. And these and these streaming these are services that, are making millions off of my work. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's a, it's a new uh it's like the every time there's a shift um technologically or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's like fundamentally it's like the Wild West. And so all it's of a, a sudden somebody's gotten over on somebody and we have to uh yeah. figure out how to uh, write that. It, Every time you renegotiate because of a new technology, you it the people with the best lawyers usually come out on top, and the people with the best lawyers are the people with the most money. Right, and I heard on a podcast because um, a lot of this people were like bringing up, and this one guy on this podcast was talking about. He's a writer, though. This is from the writer's mm-hmm. point of view, actually, I should say. And uh, he was saying that like a lot of people just like generally in public are like, oh yeah, that's the thing about AI, right? And he was like, you know, in his mind or whatever, just telling people, no, this is like, this is about me doing rewrites on a movie and I don't have a contract and I'm working for free because I'm trying to get a thing mm-hmm. sold mm-hmm. and I could work for a year on it and not get paid. True. And that's what we're trying to change, which didn't really change, Bad. I don't think, in the deal. But he just talked about a bigger issue that's going on where there's a lot of shadiness going, you know. It's I'd a like tough, to also believe that uh, it seems like some some openings are breaking or there's some new openings in like alternative places to uh, air media. I think uh, over the uh-huh. air television is like dying. Uh, oh, yeah. The, their, their saving grace so far has been streaming shows broadcast over the air. <laughs> that has been like the, the most money-making things like, uh, what is it, uh, Yellowstone, stuff like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Like it's and, going uh, back because there's the ad, the instant uh, ad money, I guess, right? And there's also a few uh, con- uh, creators, uh, I almost said content creators, but like director, producer guys who are oh. basically building like studio, uh, uh, sit like studio towns. Like uh-huh. uh, I'm thinking of like uh, Tyler Perry or uh, oh, there's somebody else that I just recently heard has basically like a town that is his studio. And so you don't you oh. go to him to make movies in mm-hmm. with him, but yeah. but your contracts are all solid because he's not dealing with the studios. He is a studio. Right, right. That's awesome. not too many people can do that, but it's great when they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, but you yeah, know so, what? Oh no, uh-huh. go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say it's a new. Um, it's a paradigm new shift. New era. Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason we're doing this podcast now, which is like uh, we have we got away from the upcomings. That was gonna be my. That was, oh, was that my you? transition. Awesome. Yeah, 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 I was gonna I go like. You. Well, you know what this you. means. You know what this <laughs> means that the that the strikes are over. Yeah. It means that we're gonna have new content, new shows, new movies coming up, upcomings. Yeah, right. But the th- it's funny because I don't know. <sighs> okay, mm-hmm. so this is the thing. It could be one of two things. So it's like we we didn't do upcomings because we knew there was like a little bit lack of content. That was mainly it was thin. It was yeah, thin. and that was mainly like studios and everybody pulling their stuff back and being like, "Whoa, we got to brace for like we gotta make spreading out our shit." Yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, there's like a shit ton of stuff that's coming out in November. Did they just switch that? I don't know. Maybe I it's just a this, coincidental thing. Of I don't like a see lot of shows none back. of the stuff that I picked is stuff that's had that was changed. It was always set for the date. So yeah, and the things that I had too, I think are. I mean, they're almost all 
uh, uh, new seasons of mm-hmm. uh, uh, old shows. Of, a, of another show. Yeah. Well, and just snuck up on me. It snuck up on me, too. So it's it's a little confusing, but uh-huh. I think we'll land by the end of the year. I think we'll have like the schedule back to normal and everybody will know where everything goes. Uh, maybe yeah. with the exception of like. The Disney Marvel stuff, which seems to be truly in flux, there. That's that's a little bit of a oh, mess over there right now. That's a whole different. That was going on yeah, even yeah. before the strikes exactly. and stuff. Yeah, yeah that yeah. does. That's not necessarily just because of the strikes, right? Uh, but we are getting a bunch of new shows, so we'll we'll be peppering in upcomings as we gather enough shows to talk about. I guess probably the best way to do it. Yeah, uh, if there's enough stuff, then like, and then that's why I brought it up to you, Rel, because I don't even think you were aware. But I instantaneously, within the span of a couple of days, all of a sudden realized there was like four shows mm-hmm. coming back or three shows coming back, a couple new shows. And I was like, oh, OK, all of a sudden, maybe we got to yep. talk about There's for a second. stuff. Yeah. Can I tell you about some of the stuff, actually? Mm-hmm. All right. Let me start. Uh, the third. We're actually going to go backwards a little bit because we've missed some things from this month. But uh, there's oh, a right. TV yeah, yeah. show. Mm-hmm. There's a show that started on the third. It's called The Los Billis. Uh, it's the logline on IMDb says based on the real story of one of Bogota's uh, notorious teenage gangs and their lasting impact on Colombian pop culture. This has an 8.2 already on IMDb. Uh, It's not a bad score. It's pretty good. The trailer, I think, really gives it its vibe, though. It's an 80s. uh, It's sort of a like cool version of maybe like City of God. Sort of a sort of an idea. Yeah, a little bit of Stranger Things. A, yeah, uh, and, and, and a little bit of like WB sort of a teen drama, a little bit too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. But all on the backdrop of true story, uh, the beginning of this uh, gang that I believe continues to exist in in Bogota, Colombia. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. No, I had not heard of this at all. Right before we started the stream, I did ask you to watch the trailer. What'd you think? It was cool. Yeah, there was a lot of energy. Um, I even brought up because you didn't tell me it was in the 80s and I was just mm-hmm. instantly yeah. like, oh, 80s, okay. And um, But at the same time, 80s in a different country other than like the US, I'm curious if... Um, yeah, you know, they're doing something. They did something different in the eighties. Maybe it's all. Maybe it's probably a lot of the same. There's a sure stuff, a lot of crossover, especially in the trailer. You're already hearing some some American eighties music, and uh, I don't know which trailer you saw, but uh, the one I saw mm-hmm. has a lot of like arcade action too. They like oh, they're they're okay. like hang out. Their hang is mm-hmm. like in an old eighties arcade. Oh, no, no, it was a modern eighties arcade at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of cool. Like it it it's got a mix of yeah, like you said, Stranger Things. It's like club of kids stranger things but then remember it's got that dark side of this is a uh this is a a gang and they are involved in drugs and mm-hmm. this is going to be a story of darkness of, of bad things happening cool man how did you hear about this just happened to, uh, uh, upon a list yeah just looking what was new uh, i do tend to uh check out everything that has a spanish title mm-hmm. for for one thing i know that you're probably gonna not you're probably gonna leave it to me yeah, uh, if like, you don't if you don't recognize it, uh, right? Yeah, it's uh, very rare that um for TV shows like I am mm-hmm. very much like in film in the film world. Sure, I watch a lot of foreign films, but um, uh, for TV, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I just well, always feel like I have so much to watch. In, I was gonna say. Also, we all yeah. we we have the we look through the same list sometimes, mm-hmm. and there's so much Spanish stuff that's just <laughs> whatever nonsense. It's yeah. liter- there's so much English stuff that's whatever nonsense, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, that yeah, we just absolutely. skip through. That for you to have to look through every Spanish show and see if it's something worthwhile, I can kind of tell just by reading the title. Oh, that's right. a reality competition show. I'm gonna skip that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look up yeah, that. You know, something that's like that. true. 
But there's a so, lot of so, times yeah. I do pull up titles and I think because the title just sounds it's an English translation or whatever and it yeah. sounds uh it sounds like it could be something and um very often it's something Spanish. It's, or something it'll be foreign. something yes yeah, C yeah. A, a C or D level like property that they're trying that they're selling to yeah. Americans as well or or is coming to Netflix that's why it gets like an English name. Uh huh. Right. But yeah, Los okay. Billies, it cool. looks interesting. It's got pretty good scores so far. It's already started. I think the first two episodes dropped on the first day. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's my first. Uh, nice. What's, what do you got? Um, this one I think you have heard about called The Curse. I have, yep. Um, it's going to be coming out on Showtime on the 10th. So let's see. This episode will be going out on, uh, I think, the 12th. Um, so yeah, half of this stuff or a uh, couple things, yeah, well, have already come out. A few out. things, yeah. But still worth uh, checking out for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So this is uh, Nathan Fielder's new show. Uh, everybody knows Nathan Fielder. Nathan for you. Sure. Uh, what was the last one? The proposal? No. The the the, uh, the one where he fakes the fakes all the people. Yeah. Damn it. Oh no no the one where he hires the guy the guy who's telling his own story. It was the rehearsal. Oh, the rehearsal. I think I said the proposal. Rehearsal, that's oh, right. Oh, okay, the rehearsal. What's the yep. one? Was that not his show? The one where he... Or is that the Hired. rehearsal? No, that's not the rehearsal. Uh, the one where the guy tells his own story. And and you're seeing it from three different angles where you're watching the the document... Do, like, the reenactments of his life. The one They hire, like, a, a an actress and uh, a, an, an oh. act, a little kid actor to be his wife and son. Yeah, What's yeah, that's that? it. What was that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's creating... Uh, a situation with a fake family to see how what it would feel like to become a parent if he should be, if he should make these decisions or you know what I'm saying about his life. Oh no, that's not the one I was thinking of. I'm thinking of something else. That the, does sound like Paul uh, T. Goldman is what I was thinking of. Oh, oh, got you. Yep, he's not involved yep. in that though. That was not a Nathan Fielder no. joint. Similar, similar kind of idea of a crossing yeah. between uh, breaking of worlds. And stuff. Yeah. But tell me about tell me about the curse. You know, what? I don't really actually. So from the trailer. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's it's going to be a mix, uh, maybe even kind of like a Borat type thing. Where I know that I know that Emma Stone is involved. Yeah, Emma Stone's in it. It's the Safdie brothers are involved, um, who people would know from uh, actually maybe just Benny Safdie, one of the one of the brothers. But either way, um, they uncut are gems. known for like uncut gems. That was a big uh, big one. Um, mm-hmm. Narrative film, but shot in like kind of a documentary handheld mm-hmm. style sometimes. So. Even though this, from what I'm seeing, one of the clips, it's uh, it looks just like a narrative thing. But I think, yeah, I'm not sure how it's gonna it's gonna work with the metaphys the um, metatextual stuff. Like uh, mm-hmm. like it seems like it's a narrative story. Yet I refuse to think because it fielders involved that it's like completely that way. So, mm-hmm. um, well, the the there's, a, lot the, the, there's yeah. a little bit of there's so uh. I did. I, now that I'm reading the premise, I recognize that I have seen the trailer. Yeah. Uh, there is a little bit of meta in that uh, there is a show within the show that uh-huh. they're doing that they are a couple that is remodeling their house on an HGTV show called Flipanthropy. There we go. Okay. So they so they are acting in a show within this show. Right. Okay. That's what it is. So so he's me- he's messing. He's messing. Yeah, the part within the the actual reality show part is probably um, like the legit, like the um, trying to be the real world stuff, interacting with real people and real world stuff, if I had to guess. But still, it's like Emma Stone. So I'm like, how much are you doing with real people that... Uh, uh, And and Corbin Burnson, I think, is playing her father. 
that's uh it's another actor from back in the day but oh yeah he was, he was also on psych i don't know if you remember he was the dad on psych did you ever yeah see psych? yeah no a little bit but um what i know him from is uh major league the movie i was gonna, that's old that he's an old actor <laughs> yeah. that i remember from a lot of old things but yeah 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 um, okay, yeah, so Benny Safdie is, um, of the Safdie brothers, he's the one who's mm-hmm. actually in, dude, he was in Oppenheimer this summer. Oh, wow. He's, um, he's starting to do acting, like, outside of just, like, directing, even though this one is, um, it looks like they're involved, but I'm wondering, let me just double check if they actually, like, wrote it to, like, if they were involved. Let's like, check on that first, uh, yeah, so at least one of the brothers, um, is mm-hmm. involved. So that's the thing that draws me in is these performers and then this these, like confluence of like <laughs> these uh, you mean these weirdos these weirdos yeah. who make weird stuff yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with it i'm like, with it the safties like make some of the most tense like mm-hmm. grueling kind of like uh situations like in uh, uncut gems like people i heard from so many people that were just like i could not watch that movie because it was stressing me out so much yeah and it was just yeah so well, this I is don't, a, I, and and let's while Fielder Nathan Fielder is also um, he or not also, but he gets super meta. He gets super like uh, fourth wall breaking, reality bending. Mm-hmm. But he is, but a lot of that stuff is in the service of also stressing you out. Like a lot of that yeah. is also about putting people in awkward and cringy, uncomfortable positions and stuff. So yeah. yeah. I feel like this yep. show's gonna be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard the reviews like. They're saying like it's. Uh, um, what do they say? Yeah, definitely uncomfortable, um, but interesting still. So yeah, like this is right up my mm-hmm. alley. Oh, also it's an A24 Oof, TV good joint. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's neat. Um, anyway. Yeah, Moving I mean, let along. me know how it is and I might dip into it. Uh, you've got something next too, right? Yeah, uh, same day, uh, November 10th. Um, so by the time this comes out, yeah, the first episodes will be out. Probably Apple TV for all mankind. Mm-hmm. On Apple TV, season four uh, will have started. Probably they're going to put out, I would guess, like the first three episodes. Um, yeah. And I love sense. this show. I think I've talked about it. I must have talked yep. about it before. I've, I've, there are, and there are people like, I, I, I appreciate your opinion, Dan, mm-hmm. uh, but we tell each other our opinions all the time. Sure. Uh, we also listen to podcasts where we listen to other people's opinions. Yeah. And there are several podcasts where there's one member of the like TV review crew who is. Yep like hands down insane about for all mankind like straight up like is angry at the other people on the podcast for not watching it yeah i have a show so, too like a um, satellite radio show that um same thing. this one dude yeah he's watched it all nobody on the show has and he's been talking <laughs> yeah. about it for years like this show is legit really good guys like what are you doing yeah i think it might be the guy who co-wrote that book with uh with joanna robinson actually i think it might be that guy oh and joanna hasn't seen it She's the one that uh, maybe no. They I don't think they have a podcast they need to together. Oh, anymore. I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. or they have. You know what they do have? They ha- don't they have that one that we neither of us listens to? Oh, maybe. Uh, what's the one? Dave the Fernandez. argumentative one. I don't know. If do I remember, the they name. have one where they argue again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the? Is his the, name Dave Fernandez? Fernandez, maybe. Fernandez. Anyways, uh, we're going to um, end up talking about Dragon Robinson's podcast again if we don't be careful. <laughs> uh, yeah, this looks like a yeah. this looks this looks like an awesome show that people love. Uh, uh, I'm glad that's still going. I swear, one of these days I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. So this okay. So here's the deal. So there's the four seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Started back in '69. It's alternate reality uh, where mm-hmm. the Russians beat us to space. Mm-hmm. So the space race becomes and is a continued. Uh, crazy thing as the U.S. has to keep fiercely fighting for their 
right to the skies. And so mm-hmm. they, um, they uh, each season jumps like 10 years or so, but it's an alternate reality as we keep going. So like mm-hmm. this the last getting season. further away from our reality, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. So like last season, I think was in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken, maybe mm-hmm. early 90s. And they were on their way to Mars. And then they land on Mars and there's like some big beginnings of like life on Mars. And yep. now this season continues on Mars uh, even further. Um, I just heard today though, like a kind of a bad review and Oof. that said it's kind of mushy and kind of just like a soapy kind okay. of a mess. So I'm, it, I'm going to see it, but I don't know. My, I'm keeping my expectations know. low. Let's yeah, hope, it, let's hope it. it stays at the high level that it's been, but, um, yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, man. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, you got something. Yeah. A couple days after that, uh, there's an, this is okay. Uh, pardon me here. Mm-hmm. This is an MGM plus show, Dan. Whoa. Do you know? Did you Pardon know that you. was a thing? Kazuntite. No, yeah. I did not know that was. Oh, you know what? I think I did hear rumblings about. I was gonna. But. I was gonna. I was gonna say I was gonna have the grand slam of uh of uh channels for this podcast because I was gonna have a Prime, an Apple TV, a Netflix, and a Hulu. Yeah. But this is not a Hulu. This is an MGM Plus, and I was wow. like, I don't know what that is. But then wow. I watched the trailer, and I was like, okay, all right. Okay, this MGM is called Plus. Beacon 23 is the name of it. And it's basically hmm. from what I... I'll read the premise. No, I won't. I'll just tell you what I think it is. <laughs> uh, I looked at the... It's like a paragraph. There's, yeah. a, there's a lady. It's Lena Headey. Lena Headey? Lena Headey. Headey. Um, Headey. Uh, it's... Uh, what's her name on Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um, Cersei. Cersei. Cersei Lannister. Yeah. Fl- flying through space. Uh, something happens to her ship. Uh, and she has to be rescued by this dude. Uh, Stephen James uh, is the actor. Mm-hmm. He saves her, and he's and she's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Your ship crashed. You're at Beacon 23." Apparently, what we have out in the universe is just a bunch of beacons. They're like uh, they're like uh, links for people who are traveling long distances through space. They're like uh, hmm. they're like uh, touch points, right? Yeah. Um, she has landed there, Beacon 23, run by this one guy, and it's doing something. It's it's not just a, a place for them to check off. The Beacon 23 itself is also performing science of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lena, Le, Lena's like, hey, uh, so what's going on here? What you up to? And she, he's like, I can't tell you. Go away. Stop asking. No, it's a secret. There's mm-hmm. a, there's an AI, uh, as we're starting to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, in in shows that pops up kind of like uh, the one from The Good Place or his friend from Quantum Leap. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like a, an uncorporeal but visually there hologram basically. Right. Uh, that's like that she she is confiding in and she's telling, hey, 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 what's up with this guy? He's doing something weird. And the robot's mm-hmm. kind of like, mm, yeah, maybe he is. <laughs> when all of a sudden a bunch of people who have official authority of some sort arrive and start to do stuff. Mm. These two people, the two people who do not trust each other, have to team up to try to figure out how to get away from these authorized people to, who are trying to oh, do something. Oh, interesting. Okay. So yeah. So it's like a basically trapped in a house kind of a. It is very much a locked room type locked of, a, room. or not there a locked room mystery, but like a closed, like a like a haunted house in space sort of thing, or yeah. like a more like a what's it called, like a home invasion sort of a thing. Okay. Yep. Like panic room uh, type deal. Yeah. Yep. So and the trailer looks it looks sharp. It looks it definitely has that that those special effects that look like they were very very you know with a fine tooth comb yep. to the point where they kind of look even faker, you know. Uh huh. 
Yeah. But they are shiny. They're slick and shiny, and that's something. You know, like for a cheap, uh, I don't even know yeah. if it's cheap, but for like a like a, a sci-fi show on MGM Plus, looks good. Looks like they're yeah. trying. So it's worth watching the trailer, I think. Huh. Yeah, I saw it without sound right now. Um, mm-hmm. Sharper yeah. looking than you would expect, right? Yeah. It's very coherent, very, very... There's uh, an eye, there's an eye behind the camera who knows what they're doing. Yeah, uh, exactly. I but trust... I trust the actors. There's some decent actors in here. You yeah, it's it's all going to come down to the um, story mainly, you know, yeah. the characters, character mm-hmm. story. Yeah, this um, could easily slide into like a um, like a, a sci-fi original series type uh, sci-fi channel, yeah. you know. Yeah, which well, those are like all C minuses, you know, uh-huh. C minuses to 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 B minuses. So it's yeah, it's, it might be okay, but. Might be great. Uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye out. Let's see what mm-hmm. um, the consensus is. I'll probably try to catch the, the first one and then I'll, I'll come back and let you know. Cool. Okay. Sweet. What's um, next? Let's see. A murder at the end of the world. On oh Hulu. yeah. Yeah. November fourteenth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you know about this show. <laughs> you know what? I don't know much <laughs> at all. Like we literally watched the trailer kind of simultaneously, uh, separately I, I was, but together. I, I'm needling Dan. He did mention that uh, he hadn't, he wasn't that he didn't know that much about the show before we started. Okay, I'm just gonna go off of the trailer. Do it and make references to things that it seems like. And first off, it seems like the head. Do you remember the head? Yes, a little bit. But it, uh, but that that also reminds me of a different in the snow show about a virus. The thing that I can't remember. The name of. <laughs> no, it's a series. Oh, uh, and it, oh, I, all I remember is it had. Uh, is it Kerry Fukunaga? Uh, maybe. Yes. He did something. No, in the, in the no, snow? no, no. It's, it's not. It's not Kerry Fukunaga. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. So it's the idea is that there's like this. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. What would be typically a base or something that's at the end of the world? Let's say Antarctica. Um, there's some kind of a, a facility there. In this thing, it looks like a guy with a bunch of rich people. Um, and he's probably doing some kind of social or some kind of experiments that we're not mm-hmm. aware of. That's Clive Owen, who seems to yeah. be. The rich dude controlling things, pulling the he, strings. He, he's villainous in the trailer. Yeah, but the trailer is told from uh, the character Darby Hart, who's a young mm-hmm. uh, girl who's uh, just voicing over um, what's going on, her choices, like her choices that she regrets in going to this end of the world. And we mainly only see her with one other gentleman. Let me see his name because I know this guy. I've seen this guy around. Herrick, Harris Dickinson. Um not really going to be known to probably many people. Hmm. Uh, I've yeah. seen him in a few things though. Yeah. I think he's maybe European. Oh, he was in 1917. I think, I think he was the lead in that. Okay. I'm mistaken. Yeah. So he's been around. So we see this, these two, they seem to be maybe a couple somehow involved. Um, but really in the context of where they are at the end of the world, it's a lot of people involved in this. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm curious. It looks like a mystery. It looks like a, like interesting uh, yeah. kind of a murder mystery in the end of the world. Yeah, here the second line of the uh, premise says, when one of the other guests is found dead, Darby must use all of her skills to prove it was a murder against the tide of competing interests before the killer takes another life. So, yeah, like a, like a, like a, and then there was none, sort of an Agatha Christie swing yeah. to it. Yeah, and I, I like the idea, yeah, that it's a, a young uh, woman who's, um, it's a, they call her on IMDb a she's gen. The, Sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, a Gen Z amateur sleuth is what they call She's her. She's like the, she is the Poirot. Of Poirot, this yes, exactly. Yeah, to, to bring the, Emma, to, not Emily Dickinson, what did I just say? Agatha Christie back into it. 
Yep. Uh, by the way, the show I was thinking of was Helix, uh, and the actor oh. I was thinking of is Hiroyuki Sonata, not uh, oh. Kei Sorry about that. Wow. Yeah. No, he's not even. You mean because that's behind the camera. Hiroyuki Fuku- Sonata is also an actor. Kerry Fukunaga? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Hiroyuki oh. Sonata is an actor. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name you're looking for, though. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, the he- the Helix. Was that, a- that was a sci fi. Right. Yeah, Maybe? but it was also like something weird happening up in the snow. But that was like a virus slash alien taking over people's body thing. I don't. I kind of don't okay. remember what happened in that show, to be honest. But cool looking show though. But this looks also very cool. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing a lot of advertisements for it and stuff. And uh, yeah, Hulu FX on Hulu. That whole thing is um is usually good for these kind of shows, and it's only seven episodes. So um, do you this maybe short for this world what with the hulu fx disney business going on uh but mm-hmm. the the only thing i was a little worried about is we did watch the trailer right before and the trailer is kind of jumbled it's a little difficult to follow or to like yeah. grab like a premise out of it mm-hmm. and i worry that that's a sign that the show is also because that does happen mm-hmm. when like when like the 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 people making the trailer kind of don't have a way to easily explain the story they might just give you a bunch of cool looking things right you know? that's why i say like i'm glad they at least gave us just the main character for like half the trailer at least mm-hmm. maybe even a little yeah. bit more and yeah. her saying her piece so at least we know that okay we have somebody that we're following like you know mm-hmm. she's kind of our through line uh through the maze of things um yeah and i just get a sense of like a lot of different confluence of a lot of different types of shows that, that are from movies that i'm familiar with so um, it could be a mess. Absolutely, you're absolutely. It could right. be a mess, or it could be a melange of of different. Sure. Yeah. All right. The next <laughs> one's yours too. Yeah. Um. So November sixteenth. Oh my god! So excited for this. The Crown. Whoa. The final it's, season it's ending. Oh, what are six. the royals gonna watch it once this is over? Season six. Yeah. So the, you, you know they love it, right? You know the royals all watch the show like. <laughs> Desperate. Is that true? True? Oh yeah, they've, okay. they, it's, I thought I did it. hear that. Oh, no. I think I did. I say, oh yeah, but I've heard it as as uh-huh. uh, gossip, but from lots of places. Oh, I just saw a thing pop up on IMDb with a trailer thing that said half the season's November. Oh, November it's be one something of those. is half. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna spread out their content. Coors in a, in a anime because anime's been doing that forever. They're called Coors. C O U E R. C O U R. Oh, maybe no. Oh, there's like a name yeah. for it. Oh, there's a whole word for it. I think oh. it was French. It's obviously French, but um, yeah, it actually means like they'll call it first core and second core, like oh, cool. like the the two ends of the. So yeah, that's that when when people started getting mad about it here in the United States, I was like, eh, yeah. I'm already used to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm super used to it now. And really, dude, like they're it's gonna be um ten episode season. They're gonna put out five. Sheesh. That's weird. Yeah, like they're gonna put out five in one month and then five the next month. So it's like, I don't know. That's I don't, barely a yeah. yeah. That's nothing compared to The Walking Dead doing you know tw- uh, eight six and eight in between. Yeah, in six at uh, least six months between. There, yeah. I think I think also maybe uh, studios and 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 broadcasters. Uh, that's not the right term. Uh, is are trying different things desperately, just trying to figure out how to function, how to make this this whole streaming business work. Because yeah, it does seem like they're having a lot of trouble landing on making it function correctly. They hide they hide the numbers, so it's kind of hard for us to know. But mm-hmm. with the end of these strikes, I think maybe the studios are losing a little power, so are finding trying to find ways to regain. It. Well, yeah, and coming out of the strike uh, era, like they're they're trying to spread out that content because they only mm-hmm. have so much before they're going to get stuck, and then but all of a sudden, then they're going to start having to burn it off because they're going to have too much. 
Uh, when every, well, when everything comes back and that's time. a pot, that's a de- problem though. You can deal with like, if you have no oh, content and you're a streamer, sure. then it's like, uh Oh yeah. So, um, I'm excited for this. So excited. All right. Yeah. I love this show. Really. It's really great. And Oh, so, I mean, so season six is going to be the culmination and it's going to end, um, or it's going to encompass at least, uh, princess Diana's death. That's the big, the big one because they set up all that stuff in season five and now in season mm-hmm. six, it's going to pay off. So, how okay. much more after that or whatever? I'm not sure. Um, mm. But and, yeah, I'm sure people are familiar too because this this happened in like two season chunks with the actors and that whole thing, rotating actors um, okay. in major roles every two seasons. And then they time jump between those seasons. So I don't think I knew that actually. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I think you, because it was Claire Foy was the queen for seasons one uh, and two, and then it became Olivia oh, Coleman as the I queen. I guess I just thought that she grew up. <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah, I they like, time jump, uh, but it's oh, not okay. going to be the same lady. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I assumed it was basically like Game of Thrones, not Game of Thrones, uh, House of the Dragon, how they did that. Yeah. Remember they changed Basically, actresses? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same, yeah cool. same deal. It's just that not a lot of shows have such a planned out plan of a action, you right. know, where you're even guaranteed to get all those seasons but this show is so popular that um makes sense mm-hmm. all right man moving along uh i was i just moved and i and i i'm i have a lot of like junk i have a lot of stuff to kind of fill the space mm-hmm. but what i realized i didn't have a lot of is decorations like decorative mm. crap so i'm kind of using everything i've got that's got a little bit of color a little bit of anything sure. to like decorate the the room yeah, and the only set of books I have, the full complete set, mm-hmm. is in fact the six book set called, uh, or that is that is the Scott Pilgrim Saga. Uh, in all its, it's black fine. and white glory. The, well, the color, the covers are called very colorful. Uh, but oh, yeah, really? The the the, the books themselves, and, and they eventually put out a color oh, comic did they? book. Oh, a okay. comic book though, not a not oh. like in the little manga book mm-hmm. styles. Mm-hmm. That's what I but saw. Like a, That's what I saw before. Yeah, I've yeah. got those little. They look like little paperback, like square paperbacks. Yeah. Um, and they they're great looking. They look pretty. And you, uh, you the re- story is pretty good still. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just watched the movie again not that long ago, and uh-huh. I was like, the changes that they made are some of them are better, some of them worse. Mm-hmm. So Netflix has decided to animate the comic, the the comics. Oh, comics, I didn't graphic heard of novels. That. Straight the oh. graphic novels, not the movies, right? And the reason why I'm mentioning that is yeah. because the cast is the movie cast. <laughs> right, I see that. But let me remind you who's in this mother freaking cast. This is Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson, Allison Pill, Aubrey Plaza, Brandon Routh, Jason Schwartzman, uh, Mae Whitman, uh, Ellen Wong. This is a crazy cast. Yeah, man. these are. This is a lot of like absolute like ringers. Well, and the thing is, is like when Scott Pilgrim came out, like people like Mary Elizabeth Winstead weren't really a name. Aubrey Not Plaza wasn't really a name. Not even nothing. She, I, yeah. she was barely on a TV show. Anna Kendrick, barely. I mean, I think at that point, maybe the cup thing had already happened. What's that, uh, what's that movie? Well, what year was... Um, Bring It On? No. Per- uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect thing. Yeah, yeah. I like those. Those movies are good, actually. I like those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard they're great. I do like when she does the cup thing. 
What year was Scott Pilgrim though? The, the original. I don't know. Two thousand eight. No. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Oh, okay, thirteen years. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little bit. But the years are. Mm-hmm. I can't keep track of years anymore. So. Yeah, uh, and uh, here's to every time Scott Pilgrim does a thing, an awesome soundtrack comes out. So I'm looking forward to whatever the music is mm. for this. Because uh, good call. The Scott the uh, Scott Pilgrim soundtrack for anybody who's listening. Uh, there's a bunch of bands in the movie. Uh, fictional bands and on the soundtrack all their songs are performed by real artists who are portraying the band that they're pretending to be in the music which is very freaking cool wait so remember it was sex babam was that's uh, beck that is beck beck Beck. does all the music for sex babam as sex babam right in the movie Mm -hmm. and in this though or and on the sound and and on the soundtrack i mean but yeah yeah which is which is a kick-ass soundtrack so yeah scott pilgrim it's going to be an animated version of these comics they're fun they're about a guy who's a kind of a piece of trash uh and somehow ends up juggling two girls um and eventually uh realizes he's a piece of trash and uh comes to terms with it Uh in the meantime he has to fight his new girls seven evil exes all have superpowers and video gamey dynamics uh, it's it's super kinetic. It's super wacky. Watching the trailer will give you an idea of exactly the kind of show it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the books. Or I I love the books at the time. Uh, I feel like if I read them again, I would have a little bit of problems with some of the stuff that mm-hmm. our our hero quote unquote right. does. Right. But but it's kind of part of his charm, not charm, but part of his character is that he is a very flawed character, and yeah. almost everyone around him is better than he is as a person. As a right. Human. Right. Um, yeah. What do you think of this art style? Uh, it I mean, is like pretty, an anime. Kind of reminds it, me of some Japanese anime. I would a say, bit. yeah, but uh, I would say that's very, very uh, almost like directly taken off of the page. Oh, okay. Uh, and to Brian Lee O'Malley's uh, credit, he is half Korean, half French Canadian. So Wait, he's got some that? Manwa roots. You know, oh, the guy who been, wrote the original. The guy who books? wrote it, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. okay. Yeah, Brian Lee O'Malley's the writer. Um, so it looks like Edgar Wright is not really... He's just like a producer, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Definitely doesn't Which write or sense. direct. He doesn't anything. have a lot of... I yeah, don't know anime. that he has a lot of experience animation. in animation. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes fine. sense that he's not involved. But Brian Lee O'Malley is, which I like because they changed the ending of the movie and uh, it makes more sense in the movie than the book. Oh, interesting. But okay. I don't like how they got there. There's some things in the movie that the biggest thing that I hated in the movie was that the way that uh, the way that the villain is controlling the love interest is by an actual microchip stuck on the back of her neck instead of like that just being a metaphor for for basically manipulating and like uh, uh, gaslighting and things. Right. So hopefully they switch that back out. But otherwise, it looks like it's going to be fun. Cool. Yep. You're up. Oh, no, I'm still still me. Well, this is kind of a shared one because I didn't put this because okay. I've already felt like I had enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I just didn't know how much um, was known about this because uh, this could have snuck up, dude. This is it seemed like a yeah. pretty big big deal. So, on Apple TV Plus on the 18th of uh, November, uh, Monarch colon Legacy of Monsters is coming out. And and, and watching the trailer. Yeah. Uh, was cool and I was like hey this is a little better than I thought it was going to be Yeah. and then a voice showed up and I was like oh we're going to talk about this <laughs> and oh I, okay I, who's the voice I, that's, that's what pushed me over when uh-huh. I heard the very very clear and wonderful tones of one 
Kurt Russell. Oh, okay, starts good. To describe what's happening to his son, who is on this show. Uh, uh, oh, really? He play he. Well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh. He plays a young Kurt Russell. Sorry, so sorry. Oh, My got mistake. you. Okay. Do we know who Kurt Russell is in this? Like, is he a character? Uh, somebody? He's we a character know? called Lee Shaw. I don't know who Lee Shaw is, but he's a character. I, I have yeah. you been keeping up with this Godzilla series? Yeah, actually, yeah, I've seen. I think everything. Um, okay. From it, because there was Godzilla vs King Kong, right, or whatever, something like that. Or mm-hmm. is that right? Am I saying that right? Uh, uh, let's look at this trip. I don't remember what the yeah. I don't remember what the name was. What do they call this legacy of mon- what do they call this monster series? Uh, is there a name for it? Right, like with all the releases oh, yeah, of Godzilla. Right. Oh, MonsterVerse. The MonsterVerse. The MonsterVerse. Yeah. Okay. Let's so that's see Godzilla, this. Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Godzilla versus Kong, and then next year Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. Yeah, I do. Those Go- are the movies that are that are involved. Right. Okay. Godzilla vs. Kong was super good. And um, then I there, was an anim- there was an animated show called Skull Island that came out on Netflix in June. Uh that is also technically part of this part of the uh this story. And came out in what? In June? In June, yeah. What's that of called? The Monsterverse. It's called uh I just said it. For Skull Island. Oh. Sort of a oh, Skull, a- not Netflix the Skull Island that we know. No, no, no. They, they do. Okay. Netflix does a bunch. Whenever they animate something themselves, I feel like it's always yeah. in that half half anime style of like, oh, okay, uh, you know. I see. And it does okay. look like that. It looks like almost anime, but not right. Quite. Yeah, a little too clean, almost. Mm-hmm. A up. little too, and you can, maybe I can just tell, but a little American, you know. Right. It definitely looks right. like American, Americanized. Yeah. Hmm? What is uh, Godzilla X Kong? That I don't know. I literally just read that for the first time right now when I was when I was telling you about it. Oh, it's twenty twenty four. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said next year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Next year. year. Okay. All right. Cool. So then, um, in terms of movies, there's five movies, and Mm -hmm. then this is the first show, obviously. Technically, unless you count the the cartoon. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen the cartoon, but other than that, yeah, I've seen all the movies. So I feel like. if they keep in line with that stuff that they did in, mm-hmm. in that, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all for this. This Curious. has taken the MonsterVerse has taken the place of the Planet of the Apes series in my mind uh-huh. of a thing I've definitely got to catch up on. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the Planet of the Apes? I did not. No remake. That was oh. used to be in my head as the thing I definitely have to catch up on has been replaced now. <laughs> well, I That's think there's another Shin Godzilla type movie coming out too. I loved Shin Godzilla. Oh, it's there, um, there's another minus something one. similar like that. Yes, that's it. Godzilla Dude, minus oh. one. So I just saw a headline today actually that uh, piqued my interest because it said Godzilla minus one makes IMAX mm. sets IMAX record. Hey, yeah. At the box office, and I thought, wait a minute, how did I miss this? If it was in the U.S., it's only in Japan. Mm, um, okay. And that's where it's at the record for Japanese IMAX screens. Um, so cool. It comes out. I even made a note in my phone because I'm curious to go see this. I think it's November or December for yeah. December 1st, Godzilla minus one comes out in uh, US theaters. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, so, so it might, might get me hyped for the Godzilla train might be just yeah. the thing to put me on these movies. We'll see that just to be clear that Godzilla minus one is a strictly Japanese production yes. completely separate from these other. I wouldn't Godzilla even recommend thing. it. I wouldn't even recommend it to the, to the average viewer. Uh, right. Right. Minus one and Shin Godzilla. Those are things that you go check them out. Go check out the trailer. Go check out some information. See if it's interesting to you but, because it's very possible. It's not. Yeah. And it's, and it's foreign. So like a lot of people like, uh, nah, or to say international, happen. like they have subtitles. It's a lot of people that like Godzilla might not like, 
Yeah, it's foreign exactly. and it's challenging. Those right. are two things that sometimes might put people off. So yeah, yeah that's me, Dan. You're up. Okay, yeah, Fargo is coming back uh, for uh, season five over on Hulu, FX on Hulu. November, Tell me if November season 21st. four is season four is good. No, I did not really like season four. Uh, should I skip it? So this, yeah, this show's losing steam to me, and it's just kind of hanging but, around. But, I didn't even know this season was coming up. Mm-hmm. Something wonderful about season two was how it, or season three was how it tied into season one. Does season right. four tie into the other seasons? Mm, very vaguely, like there's a reference to like going to Fargo, I think, to like do something mm. because it still mm-hmm. takes place like in the Midwest and like a cold climate or whatever so it's in that same it's in the same vein there's there's always like crime things involved or whatever yeah something and there's usually a character that seems almost supernatural but isn't yeah and a lot of the characters are vague uh interpretations of the original kind of uh movie or tv show yeah so it's kind of a remix of the original story which is pretty basic if you cut it down to its basic parts it's the simple story of one guy doing something awful because he's a piece of shit that just that (laughs) that thought he deserves one one good thing like to take from other people yeah somehow the crime is justified and it's somebody that wouldn't really in his mind yeah exactly and then the rest of the hit the is him just being a narcissist and hurting other people trying to save his own skin right so this cast dude is uh got a lot going for it though so uh john ham uh who's popping up Mm -hmm. all over the place he's literally he's in um the newsroom. Well, you he just plays, saw him, huh? Wait, in the newsroom. Yeah, he's in the the show. Oh, sorry. God damn it! I always say that morning show, <laughs> the, the morning show. show. Gotta, gotta, Fuck. Gotta. I cannot get that right. And the morning show, he plays like a um, a billionaire. Uh, who, what do I want to say? What's his face? Uh, t- Tesla. Oh, uh, God, Elon. Yeah, he's like an Elon kind of mm. guy. A little more um, like straight up haughty. You know, kind of a forty year old mm. hot man character who's obviously going to be a love interest for um jennifer aniston uh but he, jennifer yeah. jason lee jennifer aniston oh uh, right in the We're morning show the other yeah show. right right in right. this show there is a jennifer too so yeah jennifer jason <laughs> lee i didn't even know she was in this season um juno temple who i love uh we know her um most commonly from um um what the f- uh, ted lasso She's in Ted lasso as, as kind of the uh the female lead or one of the two female leads in that you're uh, saying you don't know her best from The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I do not remember from that. I, there and is something. Oh, she was in when she was young a sh- called Joe. Um, it's directed by the guy who did The Exorcist and oh. it has Matthew oh, McConaughey. Uh, Friedkin? No. Friedkin, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a Friedkin movie from like cool. 2013. That's good. Guy Joe, you know this movie. You know this. You've heard the title of it. You've probably heard about some of the... Um, scenes does it come up mm-hmm. oh yeah killer joe it's on her it's on her most known oh for i remember movie. killer joe yeah, yeah sure yeah, yeah 2011 yeah. so she's been around for a minute um is that the one that had the poster uh no i'm thinking that's a different the the kentucky fried chicken thing yeah there is like a blood there was a like poster like that, right? shaped like on texas a piece of chicken yes yeah it's shaped it, like yeah. texas i blood. remember that yeah yeah, yeah. Because there is a scene with chicken too, which I won't. I won't. Mm, just delicious. go see it if you want to see it. Yeah. Uh, um, I saw. Speaking of Joe, Joe Keery's in it. Uh, I he is maybe the my favorite actor from the Game of Thrones people uh, outside of no, that's not true. Of the kids, of the kids, uh, he's the only actor that I really caught into. That's the kid with the big hair. He's like uh, the oh, little brother of Ben right, Schwartz. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Ben, mini Ben Schwartz. Love him. Uh, he's in this show, and I I want something good for him. He's a good actor. I like him. 
Uh, yeah, I hope he does well here. I see Lamorne Morris is on here too. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I just ever since ever since freaking the uh, oh, Better uh, Off Ted, I've oh. been a big fan of his. Uh-huh. And then when he showed up playing that amazing role in uh, what's it called Preacher, I was like, this right. guy's crazy, man. This is yeah. this, his roles are so out there. Yeah, and he every, every now and then he shows up and he's always good. And then in the recurring characters, I saw that Dave Foley is listed. Uh, Dave Foley oh. of the Kids in the Hall. Oh, yeah. sure. Yep. Comedy guy. Gen- generally, um, good person, Dave Foley. Like, just a good guy. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see here. Okay, so Fargo. A series of unexpected events lands Dot in hot water, and she has plunged back into a life she thought she left behind. You yeah, can remove so. Dot's name and put in any of the other <laughs> main characters, and it would be a <laughs> logline for any of the seasons. Yeah. For sure, yeah, but that's Juno yeah. Temple's character, so I think she's our cool. main person, which is cool. Man. All right, yeah, I'm stoked. You for that. tell me if I skip season four because I did one, loved it. Did two, loved it. Did three, loved it. Didn't come back for four for some oh, reason. Oh, interesting. Okay, um, I would be curious to see what you think, but it's um, I don't know. I, I wasn't necessarily like that's upset the Chris that I Rock it, season, right? That's yeah, the season with Chris Rock. Yeah, I, you know what? My dad was watching it, and I when when I lived there, I would like pass by and stop and watch like two or three minutes of it, mm-hmm. and be like, I don't know, it's not hitting me, it's not grabbing me. You said that your dad uh, although, said that. No, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think uh, I did think I liked Jason Schwartzman's character. Was is Jason Schwartzman in this? <sighs> yeah, but he I feel like <sighs> I liked his character. There was uh, there was aspects to it that that were okay, but then it, ultimately it was just kind of like meandering. It doesn't really. Did he go have anywhere. a mute a mute partner? That sounds familiar. That was. Did a, I watch this season? <laughs> did I watch there was this a mute. And I don't there, remember. <laughs> I there think was, I might have watched It's it. mainly a battle between Chris Rock's kind of black Family. gang. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then, um, yeah, the and then Schwartzman. Irish? Schwartzman was oh, a, Jewish, uh, Italian. Jewish, Jewish. Oh, Italian. I think he was a, I think he was playing Italian. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Hey, Jason. Hey. Uh, he's related to the to the to to Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to he's the, got the mix. The, he's got the mix. He's a mix. Who's the director that I'm not thinking of? Francis Ford Coppola? Francis Ford Coppola, thank you. Yeah. And of course, uh, Nick Cage. And his mom is Talia Shire. Yep. That's right. Talia Shire is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool, Dan. Yeah, man. I, so I, I will think about catching up on four, but I will more than likely watch five. Cool. Cool. Uh, right. I've only um, got one left, and uh, mm-hmm. I was debating on adding a fifth one just because I was like, uh, I've got this artful Dodger show looks all right. Mm-hmm. And then this other show uh, called Obliterated mm-hmm. on, that's coming out on Netflix on the 30th that I put that down. Yeah, the 30th. 30th, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is... So I saw the trailer and I was like, all right, this is kind of fun. It's basically... They're like a, they're like an elite team of like anti-terrorists, an elite anti-terrorist group uh-huh. that uh, is based in Vegas or is just has to go to Vegas or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. The point is they go to Vegas. There's a bomb. Uh, they stop it. It was very scary. Like a, like a bomb that could take out like the majority of Las Vegas or at least the majority of the strip. Um, mm. then by the skin of their teeth, they save Vegas. Right. Mm-hmm. And whew, big, big whew for, <laughs> for the team. Uh, and they go out and they party and they get crazy. Right. Oh my God. We saved the world. We didn't die. We have all this extra energy. We're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to Vegas. So halfway through their Vegasing, they're all destroyed, hammered and drunk and, uh, I the the person who got me into the show who convinced me to talk about it, see Thomas Howell plays like oh, the okay. special the specialist of like the bomb part, mm-hmm. uh, and he is a he's an older man compared to the rest of them are all young hot people and he's an older guy. Uh, he he is high on every drug, 
they are all wasted when the terrorists call and say, JK, JK, that was a fake bomb. The real one's still out there. And now this wow. group of wasted, uh, 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 you know, specialists yeah. have, to, have to now get their shit together. Yeah. And, and it's very much in the vein of like, do you remember that show Wrecked that was basically lost but a joke? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, it was on TBS. It's, it's in the vein of that. It's yeah. got sort of that vibe to it. Yeah. Definitely a little sex also as added there. It is Sin sure. City. And like I said, C. Thomas Howell's, you know, he does, he's lost a thumb in a bomb thing. So whenever he refers to you, to himself, he's got, he's like, who's got one thumb and yeah. is partying tonight? This guy. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, Carl Lumbly's also in it. Uh, Virginia Madsen, Laurie Petty. It's good actors that I like. Huh. Uh, it's wow. worth a shot, I think. Have not what do you think? Of, yeah, I mean, from what you're telling me, um, the comedy aspect has um, has me Pause. interested. Oh, really? I thought the that comedy. part would be the part that throws you. It. I mean, knowing what you said about the, I mean, the premise alone is funny. It's a funny yeah. premise. <laughs> it is a little. It is funny. It's yeah. like Hangover. It's just. It's almost just literally mm-hmm. like if we if we had the Hangover, uh, but we see we have to live through. We remember it, but we remember it while yeah. we're. Before we're hungover, do you know and, what I'm saying? And we're like, trying to save millions of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like if it was all there, on the line, but we have to experience this whole right. And but there yeah. is, but like I'll give you an example. There is the joke. They take C. Thomas Howell uh, to the hospital. Uh, uh-huh. He is passed out. They are taking his body to the hospital, uh-huh. and they give it to the doctor. <laughs> Here's the body, and then he say, "They go, oh, he's been drugged, right? That's what they tell yeah. him. They, we believe he's been drugged." And, they, and the doctor says, do you have an idea of what drug they might have used? And they go, uh-huh. yes, all of them. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the type okay. of joke you're going to be yep. getting from it. You, you get it. You get um, it. How this is eight episodes. Uh, I'm guessing maybe half hour episodes, maybe or something. Maybe. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's like eight hours, like it makes sense. Like if it's an eight hour, like a real time kind yeah. of show situation. I should have um, mentioned also, I should have mentioned this from the beginning because you would give a crap about this. Uh-huh. This is made by the team who made Cobra Kai. Oh, I saw that on the poster and I was oh, like, okay, okay. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. If that that makes me a little more suspect because Cobra Kai Ooh. is one thing. Cause it's not to be taken too seriously in a way. Okay. You know? It's like tongue in cheek. Um, well, so, that kind of makes me think that this is better now because this is tongue in cheek. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, but have you seen Cobra Kai? Have you seen I Cobra have not. Kai? Okay. I have not. Cobra Kai feels like it's shot like a soap opera, like on very uh, limited. Just like I can see and feel the making of the thing, and it's sure. not absorbing me. It's just like you have the yeah. you have you can feel the the art department or the makeup department right outside of frame. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, it's all very obvious. Um, but okay. that that for that show is fine. I'm just wondering, and I hope that they have like a more money or something, and or sure. something a little bit different. But it would make curious. sense. Cobra Kai is a success, uh, but yeah. I think back of the show that I just compared it to, Wrecked, and I thought that that show also felt a little low budget. You know, like right. That's true. Even though I don't think That's it true. was low budget. I mean, they're filming on a freaking island. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they pulled it off enough that we like. Okay, I know you're on an island yeah. at least, you know, instead of a soundstage. Yeah. I think obliterated, uh, which has double meaning of being wasted and being exploded, uh, is worth a tra- right. is worth checking out the trailer. Uh, yeah. All right, November thirtieth. Cool man. That's November, you guys. Uh, pick some or all of those shows to check out, uh, and then you can actually call us and leave a message about what you think of those shows. Is that correct, then? Uh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, I think that's a service that um our um uh what do you call it host the Spotify. podcast host yeah the um, 
Yeah, they uh, they provide something that I, yeah I don't even know how that works. Uh, oh no! But go ahead and figure it out. It's on. It's always listed on the bottom of the description of the episode. Oh, I thought that was a link. There might be a link to a thing that you then oh. go and do the thing. I don't okay. know. Yeah. It's we should learn there. this. It's all on We there. will find out for the next episode, <laughs> I promise. But until then, adios. Bye-bye. Now, just watch.